0: Counterfeit? Chet burst out. Counterfeit? It can't be. I just drew the money out of the bank this morning. The Hardees, nonplussed, stared at the $20 bill Mr. Reed was holding. I'm sorry, Chet, Mr. Reed said sympathetically. But just a few days ago, all the storekeepers in town were notified by the police to be on the lookout for fake 20s. Otherwise, I wouldn't have checked it. I can't understand, though, why the bank didn't detect it. Frank's mind raced. Wait a minute, he exclaimed. Chet, what about the man you made change for at the station? You're right, Frank, Joe put in. He must have passed Chet the phony 20. You mean he gave it to me on purpose? Chet asked indignantly. It's possible, Frank said. Of course, it would be pretty hard to prove whether he did it intentionally or not. What did the man look like? Joe questioned Chet. We got only a glimpse of him running for the train. He was medium height and stocky, but did you notice anything else about him? Chet thought for a few seconds. Then he said, I do remember that the man had a sharp nose, but he was wearing sunglasses and a slouch hat, so I didn't notice much else. The Hardys tried to fix a picture of the man in their minds. Meanwhile, Chet looked gloomily at the bogus bill. What luck, he complained. Here I am cheated out of twenty dollars and the microscope. I'm sorry, Chet, Mr. Reed said. I wish there was something I could do about it. Don't worry, Chet, said Joe. You'll get the microscope anyway, he turned to his brother. How much money do you have with you, he asked. I have five fifty. Frank emptied his pockets, but all he had was three dollars in change and bills. We'll lend you what we have, Joe offered, eight fifty. Although Chet protested, the Hardies insisted, and Mr. Reed added, You can take the microscope along and pay me the balance when you can. Frank and Joe put their money on the counter while Mr. Reed went to wrap the instrument. Thanks, you real pals, Chet said gratefully. When the store owner returned with the package, Chet said, I'll go right down to Dad's office and borrow the balance. We'll get back here later this afternoon. Thanks very much, Mr. Reed. The boys were about to leave when Frank had a sudden thought. Mr. Reed, he said, would you let us borrow that counterfeit bill for some close study? We'll be sure to turn it over to Chief Colleague. Swell idea, Joe said. The proprietor, who was familiar with the Hardys' reputation as sleuths, readily assented. Frank put the bill in his pocket and the boys left the store. They hurried back to Chet's car and drove to Mr. Morton's real estate office several blocks away. The office was on the street level of a small building. They entered and were greeted pleasantly by Mr. Morton's efficient secretary, Miss Benson. Hello, boys. Enjoying your summer vacation? Yes, thanks, Miss Benson, Chet said, eyeing his father's empty desk. When will Dad be back? Your father's gone for the day, Chet, she replied, He decided to go home early. That's funny, Chet mused. Dad usually stays until five at least. We have time to drive out to the farm before we meet the train, Joe said. Let's go. The Morton farm was on the outskirts of Bayport. When Chet swung the car into the driveway, Joe noticed with pleasure that Ayala, Chet's sister, was waving to them from the front porch. Dark-haired Ayala, slim and vivacious, was Joe's favorite date. When they told her about the counterfeit bill, she exclaimed, What a shame! Joe agreed emphatically. And we'd sure like to get a lead on the man who passed it to Chet. Sounds as if you hardies are in the mood for some sleuthing, Isla said with a twinkle in her eye. What's this about sleuthing? Asked attractive Mrs. Morton as she came outside and joined the group. The boys quickly explained. Then Chet asked his mother, Is Dad around? Mrs. Morton smiled. He isn't here right now, Chet. He's attending to an important job. Chet looked disappointed until his sister giggled and said, Dad's not too far away. Ayala winked at her mother, and they both began to laugh. Your father's important job is at his favorite fishing spot, Mrs. Morton told Chet. Fishing? Chet exclaimed. He never goes fishing during the week. He did this time, said Mrs. Morton. I guess the good weather was too much for him to resist.